The Colorado Sports Guys podcast is brought to you by Amazon. If you go to coloradosportsguys.com and click the Amazon banner each time you do your normal shopping, you will be supporting the CSG podcast. From CSG Studios, high above the streets of beautiful Denver, Colorado, you're listening to the Colorado Sports Guys. They talk about sports and stuff. And now your hosts, Nate Timmons and Ross Martin. Thank you for joining us here on CSG, the Colorado Sports Guys podcast. I'm Ross Martin here with Nate Timmons. I am here, Ross, my people at Interwebs. Hope you're doing well. This is a very special mini midweek episode dedicated strictly to Pick'em. Last week on week one, Nate and I tied for nine and what was it nine and six we each side nine and six so that's going to carry over in our little csg skins game here and we're going to be picking right now all of the games coming up here on week two now yes are, how are you feeling because i feel like uh i feel like i'm week, only going to get better man i think so too man yeah hopefully i get better a little bit better than you do yeah, and this is usually when I start to feel confident is when I start to do worse. So we'll see how that plays out. Yeah. So first game of the week tonight, Thursday, September 13th, Chicago at Green Bay. Another big NFL or NFC matchup here. Bears looked great in week one. The Packers looked a little shaky against a pretty talented 49ers team. So who do you got? Taking the Packers, man. I think they have to bounce back. They can't lose two straight at Lambeau Field either. I mean, come on, Green Bay. You know what? I'm with you because uh, Chicago-Green Bay, big rivalry out of the uh, you know that di- that division. I don't think the Bears are. Uh, I don't think the Bears are that great. I-, I would put the Packers and the Lions above the Bears, and uh, so uh, I'm going to go with the Packers as well. There's been some pretty wimpy uh, jawing between Jake Cutler and the Green Bay cornerbacks as well. So hopefully, Ooh, isn't Cutler? Not jawing. Probably Kristen Cavallari when she's mm. jawing. By the way, I've always had a crush on her. Pretty disappointed in that whole relationship. Did you catch any of those marathons of the of, uh, of Laguna Beach and the hills that have been on MTV the past few weeks? Not sure if I've mentioned this before, Nate, but I don't have cable, so no. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Forget. <laughs> All right, man, well, should we move to these Sunday games? Sunday, September 16th. Speaking of which, I like the fact that you can watch football Thursday, NFL, Friday, college, Saturday, college, Sunday, NFL, Monday, NFL. Phenomenal. It's great. It's a good time we live in. Yeah. Yeah. Kansas City at Buffalo. Kansas City, of course, crushed in week one at home. Buffalo. Buffalo came back a little bit against the Jets. I'm taking the Bills in this one because I think they have some fight in them. And I also think that C.J. Spiller might be poised for a bit of a breakout year. He's got about three weeks of running the ball to himself before Fred Jackson gets back. Look for C.J. Spiller to do some big things against that Chiefs defense. I got the Bills as well, and it's not because I think they are vastly better than the Chiefs. I mean, I do think they're better than the Chiefs, but that's only because I don't think the Chiefs are any good. I can't believe I picked the Chiefs last week, by the way. That was a brain fart. 
I could see the Chiefs having pretty good success in the air. I don't know why they can't run the ball a little bit better in this game. Uh, you know, Jamal Charles and Peyton Hillis, those guys should be tearing it up. Maybe yeah. they will. And uh, I secretly, actually not secretly, blatantly wish Peyton Hillis was on the Broncos. That was the one decision that affected me. Yeah, you trade him for, uh, what's his name, uh, that junky Irish quarterback. Uh, uh, Brady Quinn. You trade Peyton Hills for Brady Quinn, a starting running back for a backup quarterback? That was just bizarre. Awful, yeah, awful yeah. things. That's weird. He wasn't a starting running back, was he? Peyton Hillis, yeah. He was coming off like a 1,000-yard season or something for Denver. And what? He, just, he supposedly you know, did something to Josh McDaniels and I off think he, he went. Uh, had uh, relations with his wife. <laughs> yes, I think that's what Or at least happened. hit on her. At least. Ugh. Speaking yeah. of the uh, Browns, we got Cleveland at Cincinnati, the Battle of Ohio. I know who you got. Cincinnati's going to shock the world this year, if, according to you, right? <laughs> Red Rocket, baby, is going to lead that team. They looked okay against the Ravens. The Browns look lost against the Eagles. I'm taking Cincinnati. Cleveland for me, buddy. Nice. I'm going with the Browns. I have no respect for Cincinnati. <laughs> I did watch a good episode of Bar Rescue and they had uh, they rescued a bar in Cincinnati. I'm not familiar with that show. What is? Oh, bar you got to watch it. It's uh, failing bars, and then uh, they get themselves into debt. I believe this episode was a bar called the Black Sheep in Cincinnati, and it was like I think the guy was like close to nine hundred thousand in debt or something. And then dude comes in from Spike TV, John Tafferty, over thirty six years of bar experience. <laughs> he sounds like a loser. He comes in, retrains the kitchen, retrains the staff, they spend all, all sorts of money redoing the bar, and then they tell you the success or the failure after he's in and out of there. Great show though, it's Spike TV. You guys should check it out sometime. Uh, I, I, that that's not a recommendation by this podcast. That's just you. Uh, dude, it's a show about bars, I'm sure. That's I, right up your alley, man. I I don't recommend this Small show. brew pubs? Come on. <laughs> oh, is that what it was? Oh, in that case. Yeah, the public house in Cincinnati, they're hopefully getting it done, and I'm going with the Bengals in that game. Yep, very good. I got Browns, dude. Yeah. Screw the Bengals. <laughs> and a preview of what is to be many garbage bowls, Minnesota at Indianapolis. I got Indianapolis in this game. I am taking the Vikings. And I don't know why. I can't respect the Vikings, period. I feel like the I Vikings... No, I got no reason uh, other than that. No, I'm, I'm hoping that Jared Allen and Adrian Peterson do something because that team sucks. Yeah, I'll go with the Colts. Are you <laughs> writing this down? Yeah, I got them written down. <laughs> well, I got mine written down. I'll keep your sheet after this. So we'll keep track of it. Can't change anything. All right, good deal. All right. Uh, next one, uh, we got New Orleans at Carolina. Both teams disappointed in week one. I'm taking the Saints in this one. Yeah, I feel like this is kind of a no-brainer. we got to go with the Saints. Yeah, I feel like Carolina is just very one-dimensional. You shut down Cam Newton, and that team just rolls over and dies. Yeah, it'll be interesting because I, I, I believe the Broncos are playing all of these uh, NFC South teams this year. Yeah. And uh, um, I, I feel like it'll, it'll be both, all of them. But anyway, yeah, I go with the Saints here. Funny thing we're both missing, though, uh, Robert Griffin just tore the Saints apart and Cam Newton, very similar quarterback. I, I didn't miss that. Uh, I got that. <laughs> Loud and clear. <laughs> and uh, I don't think Cam Newton is nearly as, uh, well, after this week, I think uh, RG3 is the real deal. But who knows? One, one game. Cam Newton? Nah, I don't know. I don't know. What do I know about these teams? It's the NFC South. What am I ever going to watch these guys play? <laughs> yeah, probably next to never. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, man, moving right along, we have Houston at Jacksonville. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking the Texans. We... That's an easy win. doesn't get much easier than that. Oh, one. I got Jacksonville. Are you serious? Yeah, I, I picked them okay. last week. I was, you know, I, they almost beat. You're gonna the roll Vikings. with them until they let you. <laughs> I'm going through. I'm going for Jacksonville again. Remember Jacksonville? You know, they're they're in Florida, and uh, Houston's in Texas. The one thing I know about Florida professional NFL football is they got a lot of teams. And they do. Yeah. Three, I think. Three. Is that right? In is there one more? state. Three. <laughs> uh, there's only, you know, I don't know. Is that? I think that's the only state. How many does California have? Three? Maybe. Chargers, Raiders, Niners? Yeah. See? Missing one? I don't think so. Texas? They got Dallas, Houston. See? Florida, clearly. I'm in it. I'm into it. It's good. Yeah, sounds yeah. good. All I right. got I got Jacksonville. <laughs> Taking the Texans. Aaron Foster can have a field day. Arizona at New England. You want to know who I got? Yes. New England. I'm taking the Patriots as well. No way in hell the Cardinals win that game. I hate the Cardinals. I don't know why I hate the – why would I hate the Cardinals? I don't know. It makes no sense to I, hate that team. I got behind them a little bit with Kurt Warner when he went wild. I picked him up off the uh, waiver wire in fantasy football. Then I became a fan of the char- or the Cardinals for like a season. Cool story, Hansel. <laughs> yeah, just an awful story. <laughs> All right, uh, that was an easy one. Uh, Tampa Bay <laughs> – Heads to New York to play the Giants. Yeah, who you got here, buddy? Uh, at home, I'm taking the Giants. You know, I'm doing. I'm making a change here. Yeah, I had the Giants too. I'm going with Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay didn't disappoint you last week. I'm going with Tampa Bay. It took out Carolina for you. They did well. I heard one idiot say uh, Tampa Bay is going to surprise everybody. This could have been me. And uh, and for some reason, I feel like I agree with this person. Uh, I can't remember who said it. And I have no other reasoning other than I'm going with them. Tampa Bay. What do you think about that? I don't like it. I'm going with the Giants. I hope Maude Bradshaw runs wild. All right. Fair enough. All right. Uh, another uh, mix and match of AFC-NFC. We have Baltimore playing the Philadelphia Eagles. Ravens-Eagles, Battle of the Birds. <laughs> this is the Battle of the Birds. Do they call them that? They should call it that. Uh, they have to. They should just get like some sort of, uh, uh, what is that? Bird? Bird disease feather. Bird flu? Yes. They should H1N1? Have bird, they should have a bird flu feather. H1N1 bowl? Yeah. The loser has to lick the bird flu feather and see if they get sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the Baltimore Ravens in that game. Philadelphia looked like a mess, and Joe Flacco looks like the second coming of Joe Flacco. <laughs> Flacco. <laughs> yeah, I got Baltimore too, but that's because I think Baltimore is a good team, and I think they're going to be a very, very good team. So you my, I, I might have mentioned this on the podcast. I was once asked to uh, leave Earl's on 16th Street because I wouldn't stop shouting, Joe Flacco! Flacco! <laughs> yeah. They did not appreciate that. There. I feel like I would have uh, supported that decision. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good decision by them. I'm taking the Ravens. Who did you have in that one? The Ravens. Ravens. Yeah. yeah. All right. RG3's second game is a pro. Goes to St. Louis. Redskins versus Rams. How do you pick against the Redskins? By picking the Rams. I saw – oh, you're picking the Rams? 
No, I'm taking the Redskins, but that's how you could do it. No, no. I, okay, I see what you're saying. I meant how do you pick the Rams is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when the Redskins look so good against a pretty formidable foe. Yeah, and uh, I saw Shanahan on the sidelines there. He looked how orange is he looking? Fit and fiddle, younger than ever. I, f- I feel like you got a new lotion that's less orange and more. If they're going to change the team name, it should be Orange Skins after the main man. That's a good point. <laughs> you brushing that one off? That you doing that? No, no, I, that is a good point. Right. I'm with you. I'm, so, I'm with you, buddy. I agree. So we're both uh, picking against Stan Kroenke's St. Louis Rams, and we're taking. Mike Shanahan, Robert Griffin III, Santana Moss, yep. Brian Arakpo, yep. the Redskins. Yep, absolutely. Sounds good. All right, Dallas at Seattle. Uh, I got, I got, I got the Seahawks on this one. <laughs> Man, yeah, me too. I feel like, really? the Cow- yeah, I feel like the Cowboys built them up last week, and now it's time to tear them down. Yeah, uh, the Cowboys again. It's always hype. Never uh, Cowboys are always going to be just like the mediocre uh, manifestation that 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 proves the hype for next year, right? Because next year they're going to be picked to be Super Bowl contenders, just like they are every year. And uh, so, yeah, I'm going with the, the Seahawks. I like that uh, the five foot nine inch Russell Wilson. Russell Russell Wilson. I believe he was a Rockies draft pick at some point. Could be wrong on that. Russell Wilson. But I think I think he actually played in the Rockies organization, and that's when he decided he was going to go play uh, football. <laughs> Not quite sure. But uh, I like that, and I, I also have been a big fan of uh, Sidney Rice's hair. He's got the long dreads like that. Going Sydney! Sydney Dean! Sydney Dean. He used to play for the old ball coach down in South Carolina, quarterback. Oh, Good for you and your sports knowledge. So we're both taking the weird uh, Seahawks. It's probably going to rain. Uh, next one. Oh, speaking of which, it could be a rainy week here. Might be, might be rainy. I mean, starting yesterday. Moving into a little AFC West. Oakland at Miami in what is sure to be another garbage bowl. Yeah. Oh, Miami for sure I got in this one. I'm taking Oakland. That's Moving it. on. What? That's it? <laughs> Oakland. No Carson Palmer comments? Nothing? Uh, like we McFadden. said, what do we say? People were talking about Carson Palmer being good, and then he comes out and shows us that he is still Carson Palmer. Looked bad. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah, we're good. I'm glad we're picking different picks. And this McFadden will probably get hurt in that game. You know, he'll look good and then get hurt. Sounds yeah. about right. I'm with you. All right. I New mean, York. I'm not with you. I picked the Dolphins. What yeah. You, you're going with Ryan Tannehill. And the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And Reggie Bush. Mm-hmm. Yes. Reggie Bush. For my country, Reggie means to eat. <laughs> and the Bush means the Bush. Get it? Yeah, Dolphins. I think they're going to win. <laughs> New York Jets at the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm rolling with the Jets. They look Reggie t- Herbert Walker Bush. <laughs> that's my, my favorite Herbert, that's awful. Uh, Jets, Steelers, I'm taking the Jets. They looked pretty good in week one. Um, this is now the time to disappoint against the Steelers. Steelers are going to be at home. Oh, you're taking Pittsburgh? Back. No, I'm taking the Jets. Oh, I'm taking Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh is the real deal, and uh, I think they are going to be very pissed off this whole week about this loss. And uh, so, yeah, I go with Pittsburgh. Have you noticed, by the way, Rex Ryan – 
lost like what 100 pounds or something. He looks good. Yeah, he got all that loose. I don't think he looks good. I mean, he looks, looks better. better. <laughs> he looked last year. He looked like he was going to have a heart attack at any point in time, and he looked like he might have been pregnant. Yeah, he looks better now. You know, he got the uh, lap band or did he go? He wasn't all natural. Yeah, no, yeah, he got the yeah, no, he no, he, he, didn't work he for had it? the surgery. He got the uh, gastric bypass surgery. Did he? And what? Here's the deal. I I respect people that do take Need that some help. take that step to go get it. What I don't like is the way, like their immediate arrogance afterwards. Like he's, he's just out there bebopping and scatting. <laughs> like, like I don't know. He just seems. I don't like the people that you know. It's like. They got so fat they needed to do that. I mean, you know, I'm a little bit portly myself, but I don't yeah. let it get that out of control. Yeah. I, 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 fashion, could drop, I could drop 10 or 15, you know, in a month if I need to. I like a good donut, you know, here or there. <laughs> yeah. Delicious. I like a few Dale's Pale's Ales. <laughs> All right, man. So I got the Jets. You got the Steelers. Moving on, we have Tennessee at San Diego. Yeah. Uh, my heart wanted me to pick Tennessee because – uh, I, I wanted the Broncos to maintain the two and zero, like to maintain the lead in the AFC West. But I think the Chargers are going to win this game. <laughs> yeah, Tennessee doesn't seem that great to me. No, Jake Locker believed separated his left shoulder in that game, so he's going to be a little bit questionable for the Titans' starting QB position. San Diego, yeah, just they just have those garbage luck of the dice, roll of the dice, crap, whatever. San Diego's going to win that game. I agree. All right. Detroit. Pains me to say it, but I agree. Yeah. My Super Bowl selection versus yours at the NFC, Detroit at San Francisco. Yes. I shall be picking against the Lions, who looked awful, and taking the 49ers in that one. Me too. 49ers. I wouldn't expect the 49ers to lose many games this year. No. They just seem lined up. You know what I liked? Jim Harbaugh. He is the closest thing to Bill Cowher. Since I've seen Bill Cower as coach. Young, tough. And slobbering. Looks like a pit bull just frothing <laughs> at the mouth. Yeah. But that could, that could be disaster because he's not very even keeled. No. He seems a bit insane. He seems – I mean I like the passion. I like the emotion. But I don't know if he can sustain that. Has an insane coach ever really won a Super Bowl? Like obviously Cower did, but he was – a big time veteran when the Steelers won it, you know, he'd calm down. Jimmy Johnson, I guess John Gruden, Jimmy Johnson, they're, yeah, they're both off the rockers, but not, not crazy. Like, uh, Jim Harbaugh might even be putting Bill Coward to shame with the, his insanity. He doesn't have that like real strong jaw though. Like Coward could have bitten through like a glass table. <laughs> yeah. 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 He did look like a bulldog. <laughs> yeah. I bet he's got some sleep apnea. <laughs> Just, yeah, you, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, he probably rubs his butt around on the carpet a lot too. I can't see that. <laughs> but again, uh, sustainability. Yeah, with the I, Niners. I think the Niners have a lot of promise, but they they might they have too much emotion going through these. They need to be more even keeled, like our Denver Broncos seem to be after one week, which leads me right Monday night game. Monday night. We don't need to discuss who we think are going to win. No. But I have a question for you. This is a hypothetical question. Okay. And by hypothetical, I mean an actual question. <laughs> That's not hypothetical. I play fantasy football 
and I never want to talk about this on the podcast. Yeah. But this is a situation that many people might encounter, so maybe we can talk this out a little bit. Last week I had this, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers defense on my team. And Ugh. I used to have a rule that I would never play any opposing – anybody that was playing against the Broncos – on my fantasy team because I didn't want to have that moment at the end of the game where if the Broncos lose, then I'm like, oh, well, at least at least, at least uh, the Steelers had eight interceptions and yeah. I'm going to win, right? So I want to eliminate that conflict of interest. And But I didn't because I, I don't care. It's defense. Like I don't really care that much. And I don't really even like fantasy football. In fact, I kind of hate it. But I'm oh. still doing it. I don't know why. But uh, I, I left the Pittsburgh Steelers defense in. Now, here's my dilemma. I got Matt Ryan on my team. Now, what do you do? Do you take this into consideration when you're planning your starting lineup for your fantasy team? And is that does that create a conflict of interest, or can you separate it completely? Well, I, I just had Antonio Brown of the Steelers going against the Broncos. Uh, I needed him to score, like, 30 points to get a win. and That's, like, you know. Not going to happen unless he goes crazy. Right. So I don't really want to see that. If I needed like five points, would I have been rooting a little bit more for Antonio Brown to catch a couple passes? Perhaps. And that's not the position you want to put yourself in, right? No. You not want to eliminate it. With with Matt Ryan, that's tough because you know he did have three TDs. He I think he put up the most points for a quarterback in fantasy last week. He had a if great not, week. Yeah, I mean he was good. Broncos defense pretty stout, you know. But then that's the other thing to say is, well, maybe it would be better if I started. I think I have the Titans quarterback. What's his name? You know, Jake Locker. He got hurt. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you want to play him. Uh, maybe I'll just drop him and pick up. All right, that's it. I'm benching Matt Ryan. That's. T- I mean, it's a tough no, call. I'm benching him. It's easy. Yeah. It's easy. It's easier. It takes that burden off of you if you do that. But I also, I mean, it is if you play for money in fantasy football, then I'd say anything goes. Because but it's not like life changing money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're okay, whatever. I mean, it's if you want to be a good Broncos fan. Go ahead and bench him. Play but, some. But if I was, you know, if I was, you know, solidified in my belief about how the Broncos are going to dominate the Falcons, I probably should bench you Matt would Ryan play. just anyway. Yeah, I should just bench him anyway because he's not going to do anything against the Broncos defense. I mean, I kind of see the game as being a bit of a shootout. So, well, you could lose out on some points. You do gain karma points by benching a guy that, you know, I don't believe is in going karma. against your team. Um, by the way, fantasy football awful thing to play. One of the worst things ever. I hate it. It's it sucks. Stupid. Yeah. It's like throwing $50 a year out. And, yeah. then, and then, like, putting some insane, like, uh, amount of time you have to put into this stupid thing. And I, I want to say that it's like, I mean, it takes no skill. You can pretty much pick whoever. You get thrown a team by the computer. You know, if you miss your draft, you can win it just as easily as somebody that spends every waking second thinking about the NFL. We have a guy in our league that's won it, I think, four times out of, like, the eight or nine years we've been playing it. And it's like, is this guy really – no more than everybody else, or is he just lucky as hell? And he's just lucky. You yeah. know? I guess that might be loser talk for me as well. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> well, here's the deal. You know what I don't like is that one, they still use the term smack talk. Like on the, like, I think we use Yahoo. And it's like smack talk, talk smack to your your your, your league, blah, yeah. blah, talk smack. And then everybody in this league for some reason he puts the term holla at the end of everything they say in their smack talk. Holla. And it's like, okay, guys, <laughs> stop it. 
I've always said my my favorite part about my fantasy league, I play with uh, a bunch of my buddies I went to college with, and I don't know. I don't really care about the games because you know I, I typically have a good regular season, then lose first week of the playoffs when my entire team craps the bed. But I love the message board. We I do a I do our uh, like power rankings each week typically, and it's just a great opportunity to make fun of your buddies. Some of the guys I haven't seen for a couple of years, and I know nothing about their life, so it's you know my free will to make up whatever I want about them, and that's always pretty fun. That sounds good. Yeah. That sounds great. It's good enough for me. Big weekend coming up. Week two. Week two, and it already feels like that this Broncos-Falcons game is a big one, doesn't it? We both have the Broncos winning that, but it just it feels like this is a, you know, a marquee matchup. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's it's going to be a great game. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm a little surprised that they would pick Denver at Atlanta – to be on a Monday night game that soon, but again, especially when Denver has the maybe Patriots they're trying in a, few a different weeks. thing. Maybe instead of trying to do like the divisional matchups on Monday night football, I guess week one they did two. Well, it's so tough games, for but... Denver because their division's so weak. Like you can't really pit them. Yeah, I guess a Chiefs Monday nighter would be kind of cool, you know. But at the same time, but then again, they lose half the country. Yeah, right. As far as viewership goes, so maybe that's why. Maybe they're like, you know what, we'll do because usually they do. Will they will do the conference or divisional rivalries, right? Yeah, Broncos-Raiders are almost always So maybe the interconference games that they're trying to do here is better to for their viewership. Yeah. And I'm not sure Atlanta's a Super Bowl contender by any means, but I definitely think they're a playoff team this year. I think they're a Super Bowl contender. I think it's weird because this year the NFC looks stronger than the AFC, but the NFC is strong enough to where it's going to be a harder battle for anybody, right? So... I don't know how to put it exactly, but you know, when I look at the AFC, I see basically the Patriots, the Ravens, and the Broncos. And that's pretty much it. But then when you look at the NFC, you get the Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, Redskins. Wow, the AFC, the NFC East looks pretty, pretty tough. But then again, the Max can come out of there as two teams. And then uh, I think the Lions and the Packers, with the Packers having the edge there in the north. NFC looks pretty good. Yeah, AFC. I mean, I wouldn't. Sl- you got the Patriots, obviously. I think the Jets could easily be there. They're a pretty talented bunch. They still have a pretty nice defense. Ravens obviously look good. Steelers are going to be around. Texans aren't going to just go away. I mean, they got a pretty decent squad down there. And then hopefully the Broncos. You know, it's looking like they're going to be right in the mix as well. I look at these teams. I swear to you, I see the Broncos. I mean, clearly, I'm a Bronco fan, but I see the Broncos as the best team in the AFC. The only argument I could I could listen to and and possibly, you know, consider is the Patriots. Honestly, like, yeah, I feel like number two's maybe the Ravens too. I feel like right everything now. is. Uh, it's been one week, so we can't really say for sure anything. But yeah, I feel like the AFC is wide open. Like, there's, you know, the Patriots didn't come out and just crush the Titans. Yeah. So I think there's there's definitely Broncos can finish anywhere. Any team can finish anywhere for now. But the NFC, they look a little more established. You know, you have Packers, 49ers, and after that it's kind of you know, a little bit of a dogfight to figure out who's going to be there. But Man, that NFC East looks tough, though. They do, especially the Eagles, if the Redskins Eagles are can do something. probably the worst team in that, and they, they're decent. Yeah, they'll oh. battle for 500 for sure. Loving, loving football. Yeah. Loving football. Everybody, thanks for listening to this little mini episode, CSG number 59.
a little bit of a mini-sode here for us. Mini-sode. Check us on Tuesday when uh, we'll have the results of this. See if we can break this tie. Yeah, we'll have a lot more stuff. But until then, enjoy your guys' weekend, and we'll see you guys next week. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.